You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night at Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins returned home to open up a six-game homestand with their first of three this weekend against the visiting Buccos, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Will Crow versus Eliezer Hernandez. Eliezer looking for his second win this season. I'll tell you, it's always good to have the boys back home, but this one's going to sting tonight. Missed opportunities and walks. That was the story in game one this weekend, in the first of three this weekend between the Marlins and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Eliezer Hernandez versus Will Crow to open things up this weekend. This is a six-game homestand for the Marlins. Eliezer was going to put in a bid for his second win of the season. As for Will Crow, three wins, seven losses, a 597 ERA. You'd figured this young right-hander for the Pittsburgh Pirates would have been gettable for a Miami Marlins offense that's been pretty darn good lately. Well, he wasn't gettable. Will Crow was fantastic in this ball game tonight. Eliezer Hernandez was okay, but as I mentioned, walks were the story in this ball game this evening. Hernandez versus Crow, first of three Marlins and the Pirates tonight. The Pirates struck first in the first inning with two outs. Brian Reynolds walked. Colin Moran walked. There were two on and two out for Jacob Stallings. Pirates won the series. Three games out of four. Here's a ground ball base hit out of the reach of Chisholm out into right center. And that's going to score a run coming around from second is Reynolds. And the Buccos take a one-out lead. So with two outs and nobody on, back-to-back walks, and then a hit by the catcher Stallings. And it's one to nothing, Bucks. I'll tell you, I agreed with Dave initially, too. It looked like an RBI single up the middle. We got a couple more looks on replay. They actually went E4 on Jazz Chisholm. But when you take a look at how that inning transpired, back-to-back walks with two outs, a ball that should have been fielded by Jazz. The Pirates had themselves a one nothing lead in this ballgame. The Marlins would draw even in the second. I mentioned walks were the name of this game. Jesus Sanchez let off the second with a walk. Lewis Brinson lined out. Lewin Diaz singled. Peyton Henry struck out. There were two aboard, and once again, two outs in the bottom of the second inning for the switch hitting third baseman tonight, Eddie Alvarez. And Will Crow comes set. Looks back. Delivers to the plate, and a ground ball. Base hit through the right side. Charged by Tsutsugo. Coming around third is Sanchez. Throw to the plate is cut off. Marlon score, and the game's tied at one. On a hit by Eddie Alvarez into right field. So a walk in the first leads to a run for the Pirates. A walk in the second leads to a run for the Marlins. After that, it was relatively quiet for the next few innings. Uh, the Marlins did not have a ton of opportunities. As for the Pittsburgh Pirates, they left two on in the first. They left one on in the second, one on in the third. They left one on in the fourth. Uh, it was a scoreless fifth inning for Eliezer Hernandez. Uh, but then the sixth inning rolled around in this ball game, and here's how it played out. A walk and a walk. There was nobody. There were two on and nobody out in the top of the sixth inning. Eliezer still on the mound facing the switch hitting shortstop for the Pirates, Cole Tucker. Happens to catchers a lot when a pitcher misses the location the catcher's anticipating. Here's a ball lined out into center field coming over to get it is De La Cruz he has it tagging up at third to score the go-ahead run is Moran 
And that gives the Pirates a 2-1 to one lead here in the sixth inning. And a couple of batters later, Eliezer Hernandez was knocked out of this ball game. Eliezer goes five and two-thirds innings, allows four hits, two run. It was earned five walks, three strikeouts through 92 pitches, 58 strikes. That last uh, go-around for Eliezer in the top of the sixth inning proved to be costly, and it was the decisive blow in this ball game. So innings in which Eliezer was walking, guys, he couldn't get out of them, and it uh, eventually in this ball game tonight leads to a Pittsburgh Pirates victory. Unfortunately for the Marlins, uh, the only damage they could do offensively in this ball game tonight was the Eddie Alvarez two-out single in the second inning to plate the lone run for the Marlins tonight. Peyton Henry made his big league debut. He went one for four. He doubled a ringing double off the wall in center field in the bottom of the fifth inning. But uh, that was all for Peyton Henry in this ball game tonight. Will Crow goes five fantastic innings for the Cardinals, or the Cardinals, the Pirates. Uh, Crow, three hits, a run. It was earned a walk and five strikeouts, 74 pitches, 48 strikes. He was relieved by Bonda, Mears, Cool, and Stratton. As for the Marlins on the mound tonight, Okert tossed the sixth and the seventh innings, uh, an inning and a third. One hit, two strikeouts for Stephen Okert in this ball game. Anthony Bass uh, tossed a scoreless eighth. Zach Thompson came on in relief and tossed a scoreless ninth inning. Marlins threatened in the bottom of the ninth inning. This is what's going to kill you when it's all said and done. On top of the walks by Eliezer, Chris Stratton came on for the bottom of the ninth inning. First man up, Brian De La Cruz. He tripled the right field. De La Cruz was at third with nobody out, tying man aboard, bottom of the ninth inning. Jesus Sanchez uh, had a couple of mighty swings at the baseball. He came up empty. He struck out. Lewis Brinson struck out. They intentionally walked Lewin Diaz to get for to get to the rookie catcher Peyton Henry making his major league debut tonight. He struck out. Ball in the dirt. Uh, the obligatory throw down to first base that went two to three. Ball game over. The Pirates win this one tonight by a final score of two to one. Relatively uneventful offensively. The Marlins had a ton of chances to win this ball game. Really, and the Pirates, uh, they had a ton of chances to break this thing open at, at points in this ball game. The Pirates were one for nine with runners in scoring position. They left ten on base. The Marlins were one for nine with runners in scoring position. They left six on base. So both ball clubs go one for nine with runners in scoring position in this ball game tonight. Your final score: Pittsburgh two, Miami one. For the Pirates, two runs, six hits, no errors. For the Marlins, one run, five hits, and one error. Will Crow beats Eliezer Hernandez. Crow now four and seven this season with a 577 earned run average. Eliezer Hernandez falls to one and two. He's got a 359 ERA. Chris Stratton collects his sixth save of the season for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They improve to 55 and 92. The Marlins fall back to 62 and 85. No multi hit performers in a five hit effort by the Marlins tonight. Uh. Let's see here. Anthony Alford collected a couple. He was the lone multi-hit performer for both ball clubs in this ball game this evening. Uh, we started at 7:10. We ended at 10:04. Total game time was two hours and 56 minutes in front of 7,778 at Lone Depot Park in Miami tonight. Two to one, Pirates win it for the Marlins this evening. Six strikeouts. That means $150 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Real gut punch uh, for the Marlins last night. Had the tying man in scoring position on third. Nobody out bottom of the ninth inning. Eliezer walks five. Marlins can't get in. Um, 
De La Cruz from third there in the bottom of the ninth inning. That one stings a little bit. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the loss. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Um, Donnie, obviously, you know, promising starts that ninth inning with the leadoff triple, uh, but just can't get that even game time run. Just your initial thoughts on that ninth inning and just kind of how this fall game ended up playing out. Yeah, obviously, um, thought we might have had a little magic there with Dale starting that off with a triple and really in a good spot in our order with with Sanchi and Lou and, and, and Lewin coming. Uh, just just obviously weren't able to, you know, you know, basically put a ball in play there, uh, drive that run in. And then with Eliezer, uh, both of the runs unearned, I know maybe ran into a little bit of trouble early on in that sixth inning. How do you assess this one for him tonight? Uh, pretty good, actually. I know he's trying to, you know, look like he threw a couple of some, some two-seamers tonight to get the ball to the a different side of the plate. I think that's going to be valuable for him, um, you know, trying to get through that order the third time. Look, he had a little trouble getting the ball up. We're usually able to elevate, you know, the top of the strike zone. Didn't get quite enough balls up there. Uh, but he hung in there. And, and really, you know, we get, a, we get a, obviously a great throw by Dela in the, in the first uh, to keep it there, keep it at one. And, um, yeah, he, he hung in there. But I thought there's there were some good things in there, and I know he'd probably like to get the ball up the top of the zone a little more. Donnie, with the ninth inning, I guess, is that an example of maybe like not inexperienced, but young guys maybe trying to be too eager? Is that part of that whole growing pain, developing, being more consistent? Well, I mean, it, it could happen to anybody. I mean, that guy threw some balls elevated to, to Sanchez, and he was probably trying to get the ball elevated, so he wanted to – he's got – the guy's got a pretty good couple of breaking balls he uses um, and probably trying to get the ball up. And, and just a little too high. You know, they kind of went above the, the top of the zone there. Um, you know, you hate to say everything's inexperience uh, because, you, you know, anybody, that can happen to anybody. But I think he'll learn from, from whatever in his own thoughts, you know, what his plan was for that at bat. Uh, and if he had it to do over again, would he change it or just lower his sights a little bit, you know, be a little more pay? I don't, you know – you can't really speak for for him there, Sanchi and Espot. Um, but I think it's all it's it'll be good for him from the standpoint of moving forward. You know, and then Lou, it seemed like the guy got the breaking ball. You know, we talked about his breaking ball. The breaking ball is pretty good. Um, you know, he just got Lou chasing a little bit there. Jordan. Hey, Donio, thoughts on how Peyton worked with uh, Eliezer tonight. I know they had a couple together in AAA when Eliezer was rehabbing, but thoughts on how the two of them looked, how he looked with Eliezer specifically? Pretty good. It looked like a little bit early. A uh, couple of times Eliezer was was waiting for what he what he wanted and on a little bit of a different page, but it seemed like they got that straightened out uh, and then really did a good job with our, our bullpen. Our bullpen did a nice job of keeping the game right there, uh, giving us chances to score. Um so yeah, I thought he I thought he did a nice job. Jess, Diane, first time we've seen in a while. I know we've talked about it before, though. Uh, Jazz beginning frustrated with that strike zone. You know, you came out uh, to to help calm him down. Just what's the most important part of that conversation to help him channel 
that frustration and maybe try and channel it into something positive rather than letting it overflow and get to him. Yeah, I just want to get him out of there. There wasn't a whole lot of conversation there other than just get him out of there. Um, you know, we only have one extra infielder at this point. We can't afford for guys to be getting thrown out. Um, but I do think Jazz channeled it pretty well his next A-B. Um, thought that was a battle at bat for him. He, you know, he fouled some tough pitches off, ends up, you know, hammering a ball into center field uh, for an out. But he, you know, again, a good at bat. So, you know, Jazz is emotional. And, you know, I've talked about it before. Jazz sees the ball good. And uh, I think the second one is probably a strike, right? And the first one, it was out. Um, he sees the ball good, and he gets frustrated when he thinks it's out. Um, but, again, I think with Jazz, it's tough because he has that fire and that, that emotion. And the body language doesn't help him necessarily with the next time out, you know, with the other umpires. So it's something that I think he'll get a handle on. Um, but human nature, if you react to these guys, you know, it's not going to be good. And so, I mean, he's, he's just, I feel like he's kind of hurting himself. Uh, there's got to be different ways to express it because I don't think it helps his strikes on him. And then the last one, I was just wondering the ball that, uh, dropped, I think between Eddie Alvarez and, uh, and Brinson in the ninth inning, I think Eddie was trying to make a great play on that one. Is that one, uh, that it's tough. It just needs to be better communication. Or is that one where we're really maybe outfielder needs to take more of a lead on that one? I'm kind of a, a pretty straight line on that. So I can't tell how close Lou is. It's really, if Lou can get there, it's his ball. If he can control it, it's his ball coming in. So, but I have a, I have kind of like a straight line from where I, where I stand. And so I can't tell if Lou's there easy or if he's going to be on the run. Um, his ball, one of those balls in between, but uh, again, it's definitely probably going to be Lou's ball if he can get there and you want him to take charge of that. If that's the case, I, I don't, I don't know that. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the ball clubs. 2-1 loss to the Pittsburgh Pirates last night. The Pirates have now won four of the five games in this season series. Game two comes your way at 6-10 tonight. Edward Cabrera versus Bryce Wilson. Airtime 540 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.